Time for another ooh, bonus episode uh, because we are blitzing through Mariah's career in the book. We are the meaning of Mariah Carey. We've decided we need to have a look at her output during this mm-hmm. time. Um, so this very special episode of me, I am a memoir: the meaning of the meaning of Mariah Carey, featuring me, Fab, and that posh. <laughs> Just a wave now. Um, we are going to be looking at the Mariah Carey... Uh, <laughs> don't give me the finger. Um, the Mariah Carey, the, what they call in America, the sophomore effort. Oh. Like, we just call it the second one. <laughs> well, like the sophomore, am the I right? Big, Mariah's big number two. Uh, <laughs> It, it's the softless. <laughs> the softless. Uh, so this is uh, this is emotions. Uh, so there's no Mimi moments, nothing else. And I do want to say to the Lamely listening, like if you're wondering why so many bonus episodes all of a sudden, it is because Mariah is blitzing through these albums. Yes. I think when we went into it, we were like, oh, it'll be fun. We'll do little bonuses as she mentions the albums, but. You know, it, it's over time, but no, we forgot. Time's not a thing in Mariah's not a world. Thing in Mariah's world. Um, and so she's I mean, smashing I us with them. I would have insisted we watch the entire film Grease when she did the 500 Hours of Beauty School, <laughs> so we could see the song Beauty School Dropout. But <laughs> yeah. that never happened, and then all of a sudden, it happened. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah we are blitzing through her albums <laughs> yes. uh, all right here we are breaking it on down emotions all right so mariah Carey emotions released september 17 1991 i remember it well I, yes um it was two days before my second birthday my second anniversary darling oh. um she knew she knew um the singles were emotions can't let go and make it happen mm-hmm. we've got 10 tracks the album went to number four in the u.s yes. and number eight in australia what mm-hmm. were we both thinking and went on to sell 8 million copies. That's not a joke. It's just an actual number. I'm That's not making that up. <laughs> um, so let's just dive straight in with the first song, the title track, Emotions. Oh, you know, for anyone that was like, oh, it's just, you know, she's just got that fluky, silly note thing that goes on in that song once or twice. Like, it's not, she's gone, oh, no, I'm going to lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> Double down. I am going to use my entire (laughs) whistle register for every goddamn chorus. I'm going full kettle, is what I'm doing. (laughs) Now, Emotions was written by Mariah, David Cole, and Robert Clitorius. Clitorius. Of CNC Music Factory. Mm -hmm. It went to number one in the US and number 11 in Australia. That's just two ones. Is yeah, what that is. That's two number um, ones. So it went number one twice. <laughs> and I have to say, this song always reminds me of the Australian Australian Idol ad. Do you remember? No. In one of the years, like maybe like the third or fourth year, they um, it might have been Wes Carr that oh, time. Yes. Um, the song that they sang on the ad was Emotions, but of course none of them could actually hit the notes. Yeah. Um, but the one thing with this song, I feel like it's always been around like it's just it's just one of those songs that it's like oh this wasn't released it just was yeah i no i remember this being been. released this was uh i was about to go overseas um and live for a year two years however I don't long know. however long you meant <laughs> you're, wasn't there. you're allowed to go away and live in england under that you know hey, london that, england that that weird program where you can go and live overseas for a couple of years anyway i was 19 um i was thinking about doing that and I would have still made it, and then COVID. Yeah. Like, and now I'm too old. Yeah. Rude. Also, it's difficult at this age. Like, you know, like when you're 19, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, I've got no belongings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but when you get to, uh, you know, 
as you as you would have almost been at the cutoff. It's like I've got a lot of stuff. Where well, am this I was the put thing. The stuff was starting to get to the end of its life, as in like I'd had my couch, but I'd made good use of it. Like I was like, if I get rid of it, I'm not too upset. Yeah. Um, that's right. I decided against it in favor of doing an album. So well, that's a much like, better fine. thing. Like you've got I'm a thing, to, a, a thing to <laughs> and then sell. I can then I can sell it and go overseas, and it's work, and yeah. I can put it on my tax. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, so yeah, I'm, okay. So you I were was, going away. I was going away, and I bought myself a disc man, which was like five hundred dollars or something. Really expensive. Do they exist in ninety one? Yes, because okay. I, so I because I wanted to listen to emotions over and over <laughs> and over again on the flight on the way there. <laughs> I needed to hear it frequently. So all of my singles that I have from that album are all British ones because I oh, was fun. living there when I bought them. Like my, I've got a weird cassette single of Make It Happen that's got like weird remixes on it. It was very strange over there. Um, so yes, I'm very. It was an intense time in my life because uh, the guy I was seeing had gone home to England and I was like, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I'm imagining you on the plane singing Almost Home. <laughs> <laughs> Which had not been written yet, but good. Yes, that's what I was singing. <laughs> but just imagine all those moves on a plane. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting in the aisle outside the toilets and a baby threw up on my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's um, snakes on a plane, but it's Almost Home on a plane. Almost home and it's plane. just all of those moves. Yeah. But Mariah's arms are snakes. So. <laughs> And I went on, um, I went on Air New Zealand, and I had so I had to go via New Zealand, and then via America. Like it was oh, a long. That makes flight. so much sense. <laughs> that was a that's long flight. That was back when the world was in a different geographical order. Yep, we yeah. went, we went a different way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I went. I think it was it's cheaper just, that's that just way. the back way. It was cheaper that way. Well, yeah, I often go in the back way. You know that. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this song. You know what I loved about this song at the time? I remember was she talking to. Entertainment Tonight or somewhere, and she was saying she wanted to emulate the sound of the Coles commercial um, <laughs> by the band Emotions, which yeah, is right. you got the best of my love. You know, oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. That was a Coles commercial, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> was, was Casey Donovan there? I hope so. Anyway, that was the kind of sound she was thinking of when she wrote the song. And yeah. I feel like, I'm sure she would love hearing this. I feel like she eclipsed it a little bit. Oh, snap. I know, because it's like, yeah, you got the, the the feeling of that song, but then it's just like, what all the squealing, yeah. you know. Most, most mere mortals just whistle along, you know. <laughs> 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 Stunning. I can't whistle. Yeah. It's upsetting. Oh, really? I can whistle register, obviously. Oh, well, but I can't whistle. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can't. I tried. Oh, but, you just yeah. you just end up blowing all over people. Yeah. <laughs> first time. <laughs> it's too obvious. <laughs> I'd say it's on the nose, but it was other places too. Um, <laughs> no, it's n- never on the face, darling. Never on the face. Darling. Never on the face. Um, Not unless I'm wearing my swimming goggles. <laughs> and my COVID mask. Yeah. My Mariah glittery MC COVID mask. Um, <laughs> we also have the video. Oh, the now, video. I will say, today I had a little re-listen. So, when we go through, I'll I'll have some original thoughts and then follow-up thoughts. Mm. But when I was listening today, I was like, oh, I have to get home because I'd written all my notes. But I was like, I didn't watch the videos. <gasps> Turns out I had, but I immediately forgot them all. Oh. Uh, I remember this one. Nothing happened. There's a lot of in the back of the car action while wearing yeah. a gingham bra. So, this is what I wrote. <laughs> In the video, gingham bra, Mariah. I don't know what gingham is. So. Gingham's um, that pattern that Dorothy wears. Oh yes, we've got like a tablecloth. Yeah, um, gingham. I wrote Mariah invented cars. Yes, people dance. Mm. 
a guy feeds a possum or something. Yes, that's about it. That's just, my note. You know what it feels like? <laughs> the video clip feels like it's like we've had a big night of partying and now we're just going to go out and do some stuff in the daytime together. Yeah. I think Mariah was very excited because she was like, it's going to be very exciting. It's the whole thing. and I'm going to make it really different to my other videos. So unlike my other videos, I'm going to do nothing as well. Yeah. But I'm going to do nothing differently. I'm going to do nothing in a car. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, yeah. Nothing with some other people. At a, I don't at think a there's house. been a possum. I don't think there's been a possum. No. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, that's all that happens. Um, so my ranking for this song, mm. um, and I did. I went back and forth on it, and I was like, where do I want to put it? Like, yeah. Do you assess it in the body of the album? Do you yeah. assess it in the body of history, whole, where it yes. has a very large place? Yeah. Do you assess so, it in being better than a Coles commercial? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what I settled on, it's it's more than a five, but it's slightly less than an infinity. Right. So I went for the cusp. The cusp. It's on the cusp. So I went for infinity minus. Infinity minus. Well, that's yeah. better than five cusp of infinity. That's infinity yeah, yeah. minus. That's like yeah. yeah. So it's in the realm. It's just I couldn't quite put it next to Vision of Love. You know. Yeah. Or or of course Prisoner. Like, <laughs> you know. I'm gonna be a prisoner. <laughs> How about you? What's your what is this land? So I have like like a roller coaster. I've been through a lot with this song. Okay. First first listen was <gasps> she's done it again. It's amazing. Yeah. And like she's squealing every other note. Like that's everything <laughs> that's I, want. I ever wanted <laughs> from a Mariah song was her to squeal every other note. Um, and then I went through a period of, oh, it's a bit cloying and a bit too kind of yeah. happy, happy, joy, joy. And then I kind of, I think the sort of 70s vibe of it, because it kind of gives it a timelessness. Once I'd gotten out of it being a 90s song, uh, I'm like, oh, you know, I love it again. Yeah, I absolutely it love it again. Yeah. Uh, so I am back on board emotions in a big way. Uh, and also because of, you know, it has a lot of, you know, like I said, I was going overseas. It was a big emotional time in my life. Uh, so my memories of it are amazing. The It's just kind of always been there. It's just, and it's yeah. one of those songs that they still play on the radio occasionally. So you'll oh, yeah. just be wandering okay. down the street. You'll be like, oh, yay, it's Mariah. Yeah. Good old Double T FM. <laughs> double T, I still love them. Um, but mate, Sally used to work on Double T on the weekend. Oh, we love Sally. It's a fun, it's a fun, glorious song. So I'm giving it, um, obviously, Infinity. Perfect. But I'm actually giving it Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kettle's boiled. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what register that is. That's, just, like, that's <laughs> called squealing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just shouting. It's a squealing If pig. I could do <laughs> infinity, I would. Okay, okay. <laughs> if I could go <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Um, all right, our next song, And You Don't Remember. And You Don't Remember. Now, this was originally a first listen for me upon my first listen about 12 months ago. Mm. Um, written by Mariah and Walter Asnafalophagus. I love Afanasiev um, uh, so much. <laughs> like, I know they had a falling out, but man, they wrote some great shit together. So, my original thoughts on this was, it was general ballad. Yeah. I, I didn't stand out as particularly special in my first listen. Um, but certainly not bad by any stretch. I think I was a little sort of tainted by um, people saying this wasn't her best album overall, mm-hmm. so I was a little uncertain going into those first listens. Um, but I think the whistle helps. Yes. You know, as we go on, I'm like, oh. So my initial uh, score was actually a three. <gasps> but then upon... Finishing, it's almost like I scored it three about halfway through. Mm. I was like, oh no, it does get a bit better. Mm. I'm gonna go for 3.5. Climbs a little mountain there, climbs a little mountain. And then today, upon re listening again, I'm like, you know what, this is a 3.5 to a four. Yeah, so maybe it's a 3.75 for me. I think, I think there is, there is like a beautiful musicality that they have when they work together. Um, like it's very commercial, like that's kind of what they were tasked to do yes yeah um also like and i know i had this like this feels weird to be saying this because last week i was like completely well given where mariah goes later on 
at the time, this was just the only other Mariah album. Like, sure. at one point in my life, there was the first album, which I had listened to a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was this album, which was new. Yeah. And that was all that distinguished them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost like the Austin Powers movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, so there's, first there's one. that one. And, and now there's, there's this the one. new one. <laughs> and then this one has Beyonce. Uh, that was that third one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, had everyone in it. Gold member. <laughs> gold member. So, yeah, I remember this song being, I remember being enamored with this song, but not, but feeling like in the context of the entire album, it was good. Uh, there's, there's songs, you know, because the first album had so many like banger, 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 banger. Even the even the ballads were bangers. <laughs> <laughs> Play this at the club. Love takes time. <laughs> Just whack a beat under it. No one will know. Yeah, uh, glory, <laughs> do the Gloria Estefan remix. Yeah. Get Gloria's little bongos out. But it just, like, I love this song. I absolutely love this song. And it was one of those songs that has a big, big, big kind of belt in the middle of it. And then it kind of trails off at the end, which I really liked. It's like, it's like structurally, I really like it. It's just, it felt like, oh my God, this is going to be the next single. And then you kind of go, no, I don't think it is. Yeah, sure. It just feels like a big ballad right after that insanely poppy song with all the squeals in it. Yeah, because <laughs> so you've got to have something to go to after emotions. Because it's like, whoa, that is a lot. We need to really bring things down now. So, so what is your? Did you? You didn't give us a score. What's my score, score is probably four point five. Okay, that's a, look. That is a respectful. It's a respectable. Honestly, score. anything over three is pretty good. Yeah, like. Um, I, again, the way I look at it is like one, one is like, oh, I really hate it. Two is like, oh, yeah, I don't really like it. Three, oh, this is fine. Yeah. And then the four is like, oh, no, I like this. And then five is like, I really like this. And then infinity is like infinity. You know what? You know what it is? I think if the whole song was the bit from To Let You In, <laughs> if the whole song was the bridge, yeah, I have a couple of songs like Infinity. that on this album. Infinity, like, like, where I'm like, "Oh, that's good." The like, bridge is yeah. spectacular, but the rest of the song is like okay. Yeah, and the sure. bridge, like, I reckon it's probably a two point five song, and the bridge brings it up to four. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> right. There's another song where I've specifically given two parts of the song a different to score. Let you win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next track number three. Can't let go. Oh, I can never let go. <laughs> I can. Very Titanic of you. It's. Um, oh my god. This is this is a song. This is. Uh, this is a song. This is one so of those songs is- that. You know, you kind of forget about because it's like, oh yeah, that was a single. I think back then. Uh, yeah. And, you know, you yeah. kind of like forget about that, and then you hear the the opening, and you're like, oh, it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> So this is another Mariah and Snuffleupagus yes. song. Um, it went to number two in the US and number sixty-three in Australia. What? So this is why sometimes I think to myself, why didn't I know these songs? And that's why that's they're why. not sort of in the popular lexicon or whatever you want to call it. See, this was this um, was the one where I, that came out when I was in England, and I think it had a bigger chart placing there. But it's sure. it's quite fondly remembered by Australian lambs for some yeah. berserk Well, because it is a good song. Because she sang um, it in the concert here and everyone just went ballistic. <laughs> like it was like one of those, oh, you're not. And she's like, because she just started like, they were just mucking around. She goes, oh, we don't normally sing this. Should we sing it? Yeah, let's sing it. And just yeah. went, I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. She's good to remember the lyrics. I forget lyrics all the time. <laughs> um, but sadly, this did break the number one streak for Mariah. Um, and I have to say, I don't know why I wrote this. And upon re-listen, I don't hear it anymore. Mm. But on my first listen, as in, you know, I, I had heard this song, but yeah. my first listen where I was taking notes, I said it reminds me of a slower Don't Let Go by En Vogue. And I don't know why. <laughs> what you gonna be? 
because it's not like it, but uh, there was like something it. about it. Um, and I wrote in brackets, I may have been high when I said this. You know what it is? <laughs> I don't actually get high, just quietly. I think, just it's, it, I think it's the climb. Maybe. Like, even though I try. Like, it's that kind yeah. of... Yeah, and... Her her giving her own breathy backing vocal yeah. and there's something because En Vogue are very known for their harmonies. Yes. And, and it feels like a group. And that's kind of I suppose maybe that's what it is, that Mariah it feels like Mariah's surrounded by other people. Yeah. Um, and a lot of really breathy kind of ethereal vocals in the background. You're like, there's a lot of there's a lot of singing in this song. Yeah. Especially like it feels like there's more heavy lifting going on. In the B in the boo boos, yeah, the <laughs> than in the actual lead vocal, and I think it's almost like it's not big and belty like some of our other songs, no. but it still builds. Yeah, so ma- again, build. I think that's a similar thing to "Don't Let Go." It's really not an overly shouty song, no. um, but there's yeah, there's layers, darling. Layers, darling. Um, layers. We also have a little video which I wrote is close up of flowers. Patricia hairdo more flowers. I started looking out the window. It's uh, a I, very Patricia hairdo, isn't it? It was so Patricia. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I started looking out the window because I got a bit bored. Um, I, you know what I think? Happened. I think this video was meant to be in the style of David Fincher, um, who directed a lot of the big uh, videos back then. Um, but she was not allowed to have David Fincher. Uh, yeah. You know, as we found out in this chapter we just read, um, <laughs> she was not allowed to have in like a Herb Ritz or anyone, you know, who was doing videos for Madonna and everyone. So they've just got some shitwit to come in and go, do it like David Fincher, yeah. black and white, bit of muslin <laughs> over the, <laughs> the lens, get her hair in an updo. Yeah, we'll get Patricia in for hair and makeup. <laughs> make, make a flower, but don't make it look too much like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> if this was a Madonna film clip, she'd have the flower down there. That's true. That's very true. Like, film my rose. No, no Madonna. No, although she'd probably have it slightly above and then just go full gash. Yeah. Because it's Madonna. <laughs> you want to see what I look like on the inside? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this video feels like it's trying to be something that it's quite clearly not. Yeah. Um, but it's you know it's nice enough it's it's but yeah I feel like Mariah was is very underserved by her videos. So for this one, originally I'd given it a four out of five, but on re-listen I've given it a five out of five. Yeah, it's not quite Infinity for me, but it is a very good song. Uh, this is an Infinity for me, just because <laughs> it holds so many memories. Uh, and uh, like I say, like it's it's not one that I ever think of going back to. It's not one that enters my head as you know. But once, once I hear, even though I try, I'm like, oh, I'm on. I'm on board. I love yeah, it. It's yeah. my favourite of all of Mariah's songs. I love this the best. And then after it's finished, I forget that it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fast food. It's like a, it's like, it's like it a French happen. fry ballad. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I really want this. It's great. And then afterwards, you're like, have I eaten today? Yeah. <laughs> But still infinity. All right. So we're smashing through to track four, Make It Happen. <gasps> with Mariah Carey, David Cole, and Clitosaurus. <laughs> oh, um, I just like saying clit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to say it often. You got um, all weird about the flower in the last one. And now you just jump straight in with the, the big other scene. Hey, I know what <laughs> one looks like up close. Can you say the same? Yeah, I um, used to sell them at a, at a video shop. <laughs> <laughs> flowers. Flowers. I sold flowers. I worked at a, a florist. And they, we sold latex flowers in our big fat florist. Oh, like, was this a real thing? Yeah. Oh, was this a naked video shop? Uh, it was an adult video shop, yes. Right. I feel yes. like I did know this, but yes. I was just thinking of Blockbuster. Yeah, no, like, it was... it was Like Cockbuster, am I Yeah, right? what are you like? Uh, <laughs> I'm so so heterosexual right now. <laughs> <laughs> this has never happened. <laughs> so, make it happen. <laughs> Went to number five in the US and number 35 in Australia. Yep. So, I've written that I like the ending the most when she starts like belting, yeah. like taking a Yeah. And I kind of wish that that was the whole song. Have you heard the remix where it is? 
Is it? There is a remix. See, this is what you need to tell me. It's one of the, I don't think it's a a real one. Uh, I think it's one of these, you know, like back in the old days when you used to have to go and find MP3s on illegal sites. Back in, you know, and there was one that was like, you can make it, you can make it. (laughs) And that's all it was. It was just like, (laughs) (laughs) was there also maybe like a radio edit that ended there? Because that's what I kind of liked. I I was like, it kept going. I'm like, that's fine. But I wouldn't mind it if it actually ended at that. Yeah. Uh, There is like one of my favorite versions of it is I've, I mean, I've had, it's been, she's released it since in her binge of MC30 business. But -hmm. for a long time, the only copy I had of it was on a tape that I bought mm. in the UK and it was it was a much more stripped back version it was uh, a bit of more of electronic kind of remixy bit of business but still like soaring vocals um it's it's not my favorite mariah oh okay controversially and maybe because when it first came out i was Confronted by the spirituality in it, I was like, ah, I don't want, I don't want to be listening to God music, <laughs> not into you know Jesus tunes. It's not my thing. Um, whereas, and you know, that's uh, we all go through different phases with our own spirituality or however that goes. But it's, yeah, I found it kind of grating for that because it's like yeah, you sure. know, it's. You know, on one hand, she's talking about making your own career and doing your own thing and making it happen. And then on the other hand, she's like, oh, and maybe God will fix it for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go to get a bagel and hopefully when I get back, God will have fixed it. Um, now, we did have a video for this mm-hmm. and I've written my notes as I do. So, we had doors open, mm-hmm. man with torch. Mm. Tap dancing, we're in a church, more dancing, maybe a dog, everybody claps. Yeah. It feels like poetry. (laughs) Do you know what this film clip feels like to me? What's that? It feels like on the way out of making the video clip for Someday and There's Got to Be a Way, (laughs) they came across a church. (laughs) They had had $3.50 left, like, quick. Like, seriously, like, it, it could be the same thing. Like, apart from the Dutch angles, like, which is a bit of a different thing. But other than that, it could be the I same. I don't know what that means, but I would uh, love a Dutch pancake right now. <laughs> Dutch <laughs> angles is where you kind of shoot on an angle, basically. Sure. Like, instead of being straight up and down, it's like, whoa, it's sideways. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, 90s. <laughs> so, yeah, other than that, it's just like, yeah, this could be one of those videos. Like, it's just yeah, the lighting's yeah, a bit better. You know, yeah. there's a bit more atmos. The church is nice. Yeah. Mariah does not seem to be singing along. Like, <laughs> I can't be bothered. Like, <laughs> seriously, it, it, like the, the lip sync is weird. Like, it, <laughs> uh, it almost looks like she's gone, oh, there's so many people here. I'll just sing the song to them, which never syncs up when you, instead of doing actual yeah. miming. Um, so, yeah, it looks like she's actually singing the song to those people who are in the room. And so it's just a little bit out of sync. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So for this one, first listen, I gave it a Mm 3.5. On a re-listen, I gave it a 4. But the belty bit gets a 4.5. The belty belty bit. I like the belty bit. You can make it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, this is just a straight up 4 for me. It's not not my favourite. I don't hate it. Like I this might be the first time I've given a higher score than you. It probably is yeah, controversial. I mean, now that I know that it's got so much resonance with her ice-filled flap shoes, uh, <laughs> it's you know it, it feels like it's got more to it. But I think all that is is that that song now has in, in you know, infested the book more than the other yes, way around. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I'm bringing anything new to the song, but I think the song is bringing a lot to the book. So. Yeah. Yeah, four. All right. Smashing on to the next one. We've got a little If It's Over, which was a first listen for me again. Um, Mariah Carey and Carol King. Yeah. So, it's a bit of royalty. Um, my initial thoughts were, it's very Carol King. It is very I almost Carole expect King. the, oh, from natural <laughs> event. Like that's, it's, it's, it's there without being there. But I will say it never quite goes the whole way for no. me. 
it's like it's Carol King light. Like my Mariah's vocal is very good, mm-hmm. um, and for some reason, and I had to go and find exactly what song it was. I kept thinking it's giving me Christmas. I don't know why it's giving me Christmas, but it's giving me Christmas. And it was actually a song called uh, "Every Christmas" by Kelly Clarkson on her oh, Christmas album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I did think it would be great live if Mariah did it live, but. Even, I don't know if lyrically it would work, but to do like a festive moment with this song, I'd be interested to see how the production would go on that. Well, so singing is Christmas over and why do I have to put yeah. my presents back away? Because <laughs> yeah. she's sad that it's over. Yeah, it's over. She'd hate that. Um, now, there was a little bit of a story behind this, which is that um, Carol called Mariah. Mm. And said she wanted her to do a cover of Natural Woman. Oh. And Mariah said she didn't want to because Aretha is one of her idols and it's an untouchable performance. It is an untouchable so performance. Carol flew in from Idaho and spent the day improvising with Mariah mm. and that this is what the, the result was. Right. So Carol needed some uh, royalty money. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought Mariah can sing Mariah the shit out of natural this. Woman. Yeah. And Mariah's like, I'm not singing that because it's already been done perfectly. Something someone should have said to Celine Dion um, when Carol made the same phone call to her a few years later. Uh, anyway. <laughs> did, did Celine sing it on an album? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I know she did a few covers. Oh, yeah. She'll sing anything. Um, bit of River Deep Mountain it, High. She sings it on my favourite Celine Dion album where she sings so many batshit crazy songs. You're like, what are you singing now? Was you the insane woman. Falling Into You. Was that Yeah, I think that's was the, another the, one? the album. Because that's where she does River Deep Mountain High. It's all coming yes, back to me now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's her Gloria Estefan covers yes, album. Yeah, that shit. Anyway, how do we get to Celine World? Uh, oh, Carol King. Natural, <laughs> natural woman. So, yes, what are your thoughts of this song? I, look, again, it's one of those things where... You know, you're looking at the liner notes, you're like, Carol fucking King? Are yeah, it sounds like a no-brainer. Serious? Yeah. This is going to be amazing. And you're like, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it feels less than the sum of its parts. Yeah, I see what it's you mean. Like, and, but it's certainly not it's bad Mariah by any stretch. Mariah Carey but... and Carol King. And it's a, it's a fine song. Uh, and also, but there's nothing new either. I think that's the thing. I think the one thing I do love about it is Mariah stretches her legs vocally, like mm-hmm. she goes for a little run at the end, um, which I absolutely adore. Uh, but yeah, there's um, and it's kind of like it's got it's a bit more soulful than the kind of highly produced, very commercial things that she was kind of being, you know, that box she was being put into. And this is obviously, as we've realised from reading the book now, not the area she wanted to go into, but it's kind of, it feels like, well, if you're going to experiment, can you do it with Carol King? <laughs> yeah. Um, she writes so soulful songs, but she's white. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Look, she wrote for Aretha Franklin. That's as, that's, that's as... <laughs> That's hip hop. That's as you know, <laughs> urban as you can go, Mariah. Yeah, rapping R E S P E C T. Rap. <laughs> Spelling up sucker the word. Sucker to me, sucker to me, sucker to me, sucker to me. Might as well be rapping. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it feels like it feels like it should be amazing, and it's just okay. I think part of yeah. that is because Carol's best, most creative days are well behind her. Well, this is what the thing that shocked me. Like, I could immediately tell it was a Carol King song. Yes. But not in a good way. No. It was like, oh, it's the same sound again. Yeah. It's like, you've got to keep playing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might have signature moments, mm. but yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I initially gave this a three and on re-listen, just because of Mariah's vocals, I popped it up to a 3.75. 3.75. Yeah. <laughs> um, this again, straight four. Like, this is okay. just a... Boink, right on the four button. Okay, so a straight four is like a gay two. It's a four if you measure from like right down at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> the base. All about that base. <laughs> and you dig the ruler in a little bit. <laughs> oh. <my God>. oh. <laughs> What is this podcast? <laughs> All right, so we're into a little "You're So Cold," which was a first listen as well mm. by Mariah and David Cole. Mm. Um, Mariah hates this song. Yes, um, understand. I found that it starts off promising. Yeah, 
Like it's got a bit of a moment that Mariah does this in other songs, like um, is it you don't know what to do, like where it's like a ballad beginning and then yeah. it moves into production, which is always fun. Um, With a little honky tonk piano. Yes, it never quite goes where it needs to, and it no. sort of there's a little music by numbers, in all honesty. Mm. Um, like I wanted to love it, and I probably would have at the time, but it definitely lives in some day slash prisoner world, but without being as good. Yeah, but it was considered. To be the first single from the album. Really? Before they wrote Emotions, I know, can you imagine? Um, Mariah's quote on it was recently, actually, where she says, I also have a song, You're So Cold, but I don't really like that that one anymore. It's from my second album. It's not worth listening to, really. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, She loved David's feelings. Um, Yeah, look, I, I quite like You're So Cold for various different reasons. Again, the, like, the deep, deep... Beginning, like, um, yeah, the beginning. Uh, I like the beginning, oh, yeah. no. like, I like that kind of you know. She, I, I was trying to think of other times she does that. I was thinking in um, Melt Away, she does a bit of yeah. the really deep. I love, vocal. I just love when I'm she, not, I'm sure there's when other she times. goes for the lower register, like, it's because you know that is indicative of her insane range vocal range. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a whole octave she can't sing in between whistle and the, her top notes. But <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, the like I love the the deep and husky bit at the start. I also love when she actually hits her straps right at the end. Like when she's actually belting out, you know, it's it's it kind of like she's kind of hitting her notes right on the beat and she's like kind of like sure. s- like it's a statement of like <laughs> deep down inside <laughs> like she's like hitting each one with a really and her voice has such clarity at this age as well like it yes is, yeah like it rings like a bell like it is like yeah. bang bang i'm hitting every goddamn note and it's clear and it's loud and it's so vocally i absolutely adore this song i love the honky tonk piano but again like like the last song I feel it's less than the sum of its parts. Like, you yeah. know, they're both great songwriters. Like, David Cole is an amazing producer. It just, yeah, there's just kind of like a hole in it. And it, yeah. this is part of what I think, the, one of the problems I find with this entire album is it feels rushed. Like, I feel yeah. like every single song in this album could have done with maybe another take or maybe another couple of weeks of production or maybe a bit more of a remix, whatever. Like it just, everything feels like it was done in a hurry. Even the album art looks like, oh yeah, just put that there. Just just like a, just vaguely opaque word there. That's fine. That'll do. We've got to get it in the shops. Like it just feels like. Because it's only released a year later. Yeah. Like that first album was so big and it's like, we've got to follow it up quick. And it's like, no, not that quick. Yeah. Like a difficult second album should be a difficult second album. Yeah. And it shouldn't be a difficult second album because you didn't take enough time of it and it's difficult to listen to. It should be <laughs> it should be difficult to to actually make the album. So Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I feel like this is uh this is yeah, her her collaborations with um Clavillis and Cole and Afanasiev are kind of like she's building a rapport and yeah, you know, if she was allowed to spend time all of these songs, maybe three of them would have made it on to the next album and that would have been an epic album but this yeah, feels like sure. a rushed rushed album yeah and it's almost just like quick we're in a factory get it out yeah um so my score on initial listen and it's hard because i definitely feel like i would have loved this at the time mm. um and as as i've stated i love me some someday and some prisoner yes. um but it just it doesn't even hit the heights of them in my yeah, yeah, yeah. eyes. So my initial listen was two point five, and then I thought maybe on re-listen a three. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I I feel bad because in some ways it's catchier than a lot of the other songs on this album. Yeah, like I remember it. Where there are some songs that I kind of go, "What was that one again? What was that one?" Um, but there are moments where I'm like, "Oh, this could be that really fun nostalgic," but it was probably a bit shit even then. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, it feels like I was trying to do too many things. But I will say, I'm glad it's on there, just because it's the only one 
aside from emotions, that's not a ballad or ballad-esque. Like. Yeah. I mean, but that was the thing. Like, her ballads were selling and they've gone, yeah. okay, we've got to, we've got to pump out the ballads. And it's like, yeah, no, which is know. really stupid. But anyway, uh, <laughs> what about you? What's your score? Uh, look, again, like, it's because her vocals are so clear and so precise, like, there's so many notes that, like, she goes for and hits really clearly especially in her lower register, which she does not have as much control over anymore. Lower register is very hard to project yeah. as well. Yeah. Especially if you've got a higher voice. Yes. Which and she has like a some, very high voice. <laughs> yeah. So most most female singers, as well as your uh, tenors in the male range, yeah. so, uh, it's a little harder. Yeah. I feel like, again, it's like a, it's just, just on a four. Like okay. Just scraping in there. Purely because of her range and her okay. her belting it out, and I love a honky tonk piano. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I love a honky tonk woman. Um, all right, next track is hashtag so blessed, so blessed, uh, which was again a first listen for me. Mm. This is by Mariah and Snuffleupagus again. Mm. Um, my note was that, it, and I don't know why. Again, it's similar to the En Vogue thing, but it reminds me of Forever from Daydream. Um, and almost like an early version of in its production yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and melody. Um, and I've said, it's fine, but there are so many ballads that it doesn't stand out. Yes. You know, it's certainly not bad. You don't listen to it and go, oh. But it didn't go, oh, oh, this is such an epic moment. You know, it wasn't quite that. Um, yeah, there is. there comes a moment towards the end of the song where she sings the entire rest of the song up high and loud. And you're like, fuck, this is, she went up there and she stayed up there for the whole rest yeah. of the song. <laughs> um, she's still up there. Like, she's still there now. <laughs> no, and I do appreciate what you said about Forever. It is that kind of like that 50s style. <laughs> yeah, that I think that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I have a real soft spot for this song. Like this whole album, like, again, it's because of, you know, it was a big thing when I was a kid and it was the only Mariah album other than the first one. Um, So yeah, I still do love So Blessed and it is basically, yeah, when she, (laughs) she goes up high during the bridge and stays up there for the whole rest of the song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Again, it's, it's all, it's, it's all about her singing. Like she can sing, the fuck out of a half-written song. And this feels like that's a half-written true. song. And I think that's what's sometimes frustrating is that Mariah is a good songwriter yeah. as well. So when she's not given the time or, or has the passion for it, it's not that she can't still be a good singer. There are, you know, she, there are many, many good singers out there, yeah. but it's like, no, but she's both. Yeah. So give her the chance to be both. Um, and maybe that's something that they on this album didn't quite understand. Yes. Um, so for this one, look, it's not a bad score. I gave it a 3.5. Yeah. You know, it's, I think that's a, it's a decent. Again, I can't, I I can't go below four because she sings real loud for half the song (laughs) and she stays up there. Like, it's kind of like what you always want from a Mariah song. It's like, I want squeals. I want breathiness, but also I just want like maybe two and a half minutes of belting. You're the fan that Mariah hates because in a live show, it's just not possible. I I remember her saying one time, like, someone said, oh, when are you going to see? She's like, oh, I can't just shout for an hour and a half. No, exactly. (laughs) I think that was around Emancipation with songs like Shake It Off. She's like, yeah, I've got them. But I don't, the whole album doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to all be shouting. But yeah, again, this was, I feel like every, every song on this album is kind of like finely tuned to be. Uh, to be sold, basically. Sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, I kind of it just it just felt like a this is what Mariah fans want, and we're going to give it to them. And yeah. I wanted it, and I was happy. We're going to give it. it to them tomorrow, and I <laughs> and I give it for. <laughs> All right, we've got to be around you, mm-hmm. which was also a first listen for me again by Carrie and Cole. Mm. Um, again, not a bad song. I did feel on first listen it was a little copy paste from some of the other songs. Oh yeah, particularly it's, make it happen. It, 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 it could be "You're So Cold." 
Like the, yeah. t- the tinky tonky like piano weird... could be exactly <laughs> yeah, and and the vocals very make it happen. Um, and I found it's also production from this time, so not just Mariah, mm. but this time in music was all very similar. Yeah. So in order to really stand out, like some of the songs on the first album, it had to be elevated. It had to be better. Yeah. Not fit in, and this one kind of fits in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my thoughts on it. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's up tempo. It's you know, it's kind of, it's the kind of song that you go, oh, I can imagine if they'd released it as a single, there'd be a couple of great remixes. Sure, like there'd be a couple of banging remixes where she'd get to sing a little bit more. Um, I do like there's a preponderance of background vocal in this song. Like it kind yeah. of like strips back a little bit towards the end, and we just get Mariah and the and the background guys, and it's just like ooh, ooh. <laughs> they're kind yeah. of, it's kind of fun. It feels it feels very light, but yeah, again, it's like like everything on this album, it's just it's just not quite as amazing as she could be. Yeah, and it's but yeah, I kind of like that she's stretching, stretching her a legs. theme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so for this one, I had originally given it a three, and on re-listen, I, I popped it up to a three point five. Yeah, I'm probably about three point five as well. Yeah, because okay. you know she doesn't she doesn't go for a run on this one. She's having fun with her background no, she friends. Doesn't. Yeah, and she's happy to sit in that place. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's not so blessed <laughs> where nothing she, loud where she decides to scream the entire second half of the song. She's <laughs> yeah. like, I need this to be over. I'm just going to yell it. <laughs> <laughs> so Amazing. All right. <laughs> we're, we're pushing through. We've got To the End of Time, also a first listen for me, mm-hmm. um, by Mariah and Asnafalapicus. Mm-hmm. This one was interesting. I definitely liked it more on second listen. Mm-hmm. And then again, more so on a third listen. Um, what I did like about this as a ballad was I actually enjoyed it the whole way through. Yep. I wasn't waiting for something. Because um, some of the other ones were a bit like, meh, meh. Oh, big bits at the end. Yep. As we've been there, you know. This one, I actually pretty much enjoyed it the whole way through. Could have done with a radio edit. Like, it's a very a long, long song. Um, but I do get it. I'm always told to edit down my songs, even when I'm doing covers, just because everyone's always saying, oh, attention spans aren't that long. Yep. I'm like, no, it can be seven minutes. It's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I've got some Elton and John albums where the first song goes for 12 minutes and it's fine. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't um, even sing for the first But these six. days people want songs that are like two two minutes, 45 seconds. I'm like, sometimes you want a four minute song. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, Big I'm Spender was a minutes. three minute song in the 70s. Like, if you want that, <laughs> you out. can listen to it. Go listen to it. Um, and the other thing I thought, I wouldn't have been mad if there was like one more like towards the end, like a level up of the production, like a big sort of swoop or something. Yeah. Doesn't quite do that. Um, I wouldn't have been mad at that. I don't want it overproduced, but yeah, I, I'd be okay with that. This is the song that makes me have such fond memories of this album. I okay. adore Till the End of Time. Okay. Because Zidore, darling. She, there are some moments where she takes her voice to a place and then pulls it back down straight away. Like, I love that. I love that it's like, yeah, I can, but that is but not to. what this song needs right now. It's like, yeah, it's, I really, really love this song so much. And I love the slow build. Um, and it feels very different to anything else on the album. It feels like, oh no, I can write something new and interesting. I don't have to write the same ballad yeah. as I've written three times before. Yeah, um, on this album. On this album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I just, I yeah, I absolutely adore this song. This is one of those songs that, you know, because it was CDs were the new thing where I yeah. would literally just go straight to this one. Like yeah, frequently, repeat, repeat, repeat one, one <laughs> was my friend, and because it kind of when it ends, it feels like a really slow, like it's it's a, like it's really it's quite a melancholy song because it feels like she's singing about "I'll love you to the end of the time," but there is something in the the song structure and the and the key that kind of says that's not happening. And it's no, never going to sure. happen. And it feels like, a, you know, there's a lot more emotion in this song than I think she has put into some of the others. Some of the others feel like 
I'm singing really loud because that's what I do. Whereas yeah. <laughs> this song feels like... I actually care about this song. <laughs> I have a story that I'm trying to tell in this five and a half minutes. And yeah. I'm going to take five and a half minutes to tell this story because... Yeah. I lo- and I love the way it kind of peters out at the end. Like, I love the way it keeps going. Like, there's a couple of songs later on, possibly on Butterfly and another album, that that technically go on way too long. But I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love just going... I think that can be mood-dependent too. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, I've just really enjoyed this moment, this really melancholy moment, and we're just going to sit with it for a while as the music keeps going. And her, yeah. and she's just going to keep singing Love You to the End of Time really softly because that's not actually happening. Mariah. I love it. I love this one <laughs> so much. All right, so this is what's interesting. My first listen, it didn't stand out that mm-hmm. much, but as I said, it went it went up each time. So originally it was a three, then it went to a three point five, and then today I thought, you know what, this is a solid four for me. Um, but it does keep going up, so it wouldn't surprise me if it continued in that direction. Oh yeah, it's as, as we go. I've on. been listening to this since nineteen ninety one, and this is infinity <laughs> plus and plus beyond. plus. <laughs> Triple plus infinity. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's. I think part of the reason it has so much resonance is because it comes on the back of four songs that are just okay. Yeah. That are vocally great, but this one feels like a a bigger production, like a better, like a better put together song. Like structurally, it feels stronger, and it. And it feels like she's trying to say something instead of trying to make a single. Like it feels yeah, like sure. this is yeah. like, oh, well, this one doesn't have to be the single. I can just do what I feel like with this song. I just want to do my song. Yeah. yeah. And she wouldn't have had it like, you know, with the other album, even though, of course, they would have been production wise going for the singles. Yeah. She'd written them before yeah, all of years that, ago. A lot of them. Um, so there was time. Whereas with this one, it was like, oh, we've got three yeah, months. We've got to get this album Quick, out get tomorrow. Done. So, yeah. Um, but this brings us to the final track on the album and the most different yeah. song on the album, which is The Wind. The Wind. Um, a first listen for me, written by Mariah and Russell Freeman. Well, uh, technically it's like the... Is he the person who had the, the jazz Yeah, it's like a jazz standard is from that, the 50s. Yeah, I was going to say. And she just yeah. wrote lyrics to go lyrics over the to top it. of it. So, did he write that? Is that where we're going? Yeah. Right. So, okay. he wrote The Wind... Well. I think it's called The Wind, like his version of it. But yeah, she just basically created... Wrote a lyric and melody. Yeah, and just was like, wow, yeah. I'm going to sing over the top of this beautiful this bit of jazz that I like. Look, it's what Danny Minogue did with You Won't Forget About Me. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Mariah started that trend. Um, now, so my thoughts on this, I was, I'm mixed on this one. I go back and forth depending on my mm. mood. Um, I did write that. I think it would sound very good live. Oh, I think that would be, would be really interesting. Um, because personally, I think I prefer, prefer jazz live. Yes. Because it's like... It's difficult. It's a, it's a feeling. It's difficult to capture in a studio. The, yeah. The and I think... Of, of live jazz. That's sort of my hesitation with this song is, yeah. oh, I just wish I was in the room experiencing yeah. it and seeing her and and seeing her um, with the other musicians and all of that. Yeah. Um, I also think there's a moment in it and it doesn't go anywhere near there, but it it has like, I don't know if it's a horn or something, but it's it starts going a little 007 Shirley Bassey <laughs> and I wouldn't be mad if there was a version that went full 007 Bassey. <laughs> Do you know that what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. yeah, it's almost starts to get. You know how all Bond songs have have that atmospheric like, string underneath, yeah. and then um, <laughs> yeah, there was there was one moment of that, and it's like oh oh, it but the and the horn is way down in the mix as well. Like, yeah, um, I think that's like I also, if you want to hear like perfectly rendered jazz on on a record, like just the. Um, Nelson Riddle and Frank Sinatra together just did amazing things where it feels like like you're listening to like all the songs you go, oh yeah, I know that song, I know that song, I know that song. But when you listen to those albums in just like one sitting, you're just like, oh man, this really does feel like I'm at a gig. Yeah. And they're playing all these songs one after the other. There's no audience playing or anything, but it just feels 
and I think yeah. that's yeah, that's kind of the atmosphere you're looking for in this, and it's not yeah, and it's not there. This is Mariah singing over a tape. <laughs> And I think, like, knowing a little bit about, like, Lullaby of Birdland and knowing she has an affinity for jazz, it's like, oh, if it was on a full album. as well. And I think it would work well now as well, like, you know, as a a sort of a a new fun thing. But um, I think if, yeah, if this was part of a a full jazz album, it may work better. Um, And I thought the one thing, you know, as talking about, like, recorded jazz, I tend to find the ones at least I... Um, lean towards and of course this is very jazz light it's not real jazz musicians but it's when they go a little more rock so like a feeling good muse their version of it Um, there's a song called Get Out of Here by Melanie C which almost has a theatre element Um, so it's almost like it borrows from something else to give it that studio oomph Um, but (laughs) the whole time as well it doesn't um, help that I was comparing it to um, the stunning jazz stylings of Kim Cattrall (laughs) I uh, don't know if you've seen the video. Please tell me you have. Oh, my what? God. What jazz stylings of Kim You Kim have Kim. to do, honestly, she scats. Uh, <laughs> and I wish I could say that had to do with shit because that would actually be preferable. We've got some great scatting um, coming up, sorry. Uh, do we? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm not aware in of this. In, in a forthcoming uh, album. Okay. Well, remixes but- of said songs <laughs> on forthcoming albums. Okay, so what are your thoughts on this song? Well, I absolutely adore this. Because of the gear change, like we've just come out of, you know... It was needed. It was The needed. slow <laughs> ebbing away of her whispering that she was going to love you till the end of time and you knew she wasn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you liar. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I just, I love, I love that it's a jazz song. I love that she gets to, again, stretch her legs vocally. Um, that moment with the, my mind towards the end where it sounds like she's pulled right away from the microphone and giving it a massive belt. It's just, oh, it just, it's one of those bits that just always I feel like I absolutely feel something every time I hear the wind. Um, and also just how breathy her voice is. Like, again, this is when she had so much control, like so much control of her voice. Yeah, I I really do love this song. This basically to the end of time and the wind are what make this album for me because yeah. skip 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 because emotions skip, skip. Oh, and can't let go could be on any album realistically yeah, sure. like you could just slot them in anywhere but these two are the ones that I go oh this album is the is those songs for me like you say oh what about Mariah Carey's emotions album I go. Oh yeah, till the end of time in the wind. That's yeah, that's 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 that's, that's, the, that's the album with those songs on it. Like so, that for like this for me is is an infinity, like yeah. a crazy infinity. I did think you, yeah, I thought you would enjoy. Yeah, it. Um, and and it is yeah. It's I just I just love the idea of her having a moment of going. I'm gonna do a jazz album. She needs to. That would be interesting. Yeah, like I feel like um, Lullaby Abroad. Birdland <laughs> Broadway I was about to say um, um, Like I feel like that's like Oh yeah I can dip my toe in It's like no 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 Go for a swim Like yeah. go for a full swim in the bath Yeah, I want to hear yeah. it Yeah Like it would be amazing um, I yeah I Honestly I tossed up with this one Because of my I, I go back and forth And maybe it's Over time it'll Um change I'll, I'll make a decision either yeah. way but i my initial score was a three and then i bumped it up to a 3.75 on re-listen mm-hmm. um simply because i appreciate that she was giving us something different um i if if she were to have a jazz album i feel like there'd be better songs than this yeah. one um i even think her um lullaby of birdland is more enjoyable um, well, it's a bit more up-tempo but again it's a little bit more up-tempo and, and it's a li- live again, like the version yeah sure like um but again you've had 20 something you've had 20 months to yeah. <laughs> sit with it i've had less less yes, many i've that. had many many um, many months with this song <laughs> um all right but that brings us to the end of the album so some overall thoughts mm-hmm. my initial little spiel that i wrote was i sort of knew going in that this probably wasn't even within the lamley yes the favorite the favorite piece of the, Mariah. the rushed um, out second album yes yeah i've not heard awful things but i've not heard 
a lot of praise either. Um, and as I said, there's nothing on here that she's not really done before better on the first yeah. album, except The Wind. That's probably the one song that you go, oh, this is different. Yeah. Um, it felt a little bit like, oh, let's just photocopy that um, and we'll colour it in with a different pencil. <laughs> Um, so I did sort of file it under difficult second album, but I will say on re-listen, it does age a bit better than I expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there are a few songs, but that sort of get in there a little bit, you know, as you go on, you're like, oh no, that has grown, but it doesn't sort of get in your head as much as the first album. Like even a song like, um, there's got to be a way, which is not a favorite. I know the song immediately Mm. that you're talking about. I don't think I could say the same for a lot of the songs on this album. Um, but then again, on my third listen today, it was better again. I did enjoy it. Um, and I didn't expect that I would get to that level. Yeah. yeah. I think this is kind of like, it was done in a hurry. So she was probably allowed to do more than she was meant to <laughs> as yeah, a producer. Maybe. And it's, she got away with a bit more. Yeah. And I feel like it's like. It's certainly not as produced as the first no, one. And ma- which is a positive. And maybe part of it is like going, oh, well, this is me learning to be a producer and, you know, happy to make some mistakes here so that I know better for next time. Like, we're taking a run up here. Because, you know, the first album, like you say, she had lived with those songs in that demo for ages. And this was three months. Come on. Yeah, it's crazy. I want you to pump out Um, as many number ones (laughs) as you did. Forget forget the number two. (laughs) As you did on the last album. It's like, no. We're not quite at Gloria no. yet. Um, all right. So, we've got a fave track, a least fave track, and an overall school. So, my favorite track, it's cliche, but it's emotions. Yeah. Are you feeling that? Yeah, I feel that. But mine is till the end of time. Okay. It's, yeah, I do like that one too. Uh, least favorite. Even though I would have loved it at the time, I have to go with You're So Cold. I just don't think... Ugh, I like that it is different, but... It's just not as good as the similar songs that came before it. Yeah. And it's a lead, It's probably the one song of both albums that I'd almost be a little embarrassed yeah. <laughs> if I was Mariah. Because like, we've talked about Prisoner and, and Someday have such a camp nostalgia yeah. that it's fun. It's like, oh my God, whereas this one, it's just like, oh no, it's a bit shit even then. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that would be my least favourite. My least favourite's probably going to be If It's Over. And maybe that's because of expecting too much of it, even yeah. at the time. Oh, fuck, it's Carol King. Yeah. Um, and then you get If It's Over, which is fine. I think it was released maybe in the UK when I was living there. Oh, okay. They used to do that a lot with radio yeah. singles. Like it was, it was just a promo sort of thing. Maybe it'd have a little I feel like it came out somewhere. for some reason. But yeah, it was just, uh, it was fine. It's just, you know. <laughs> I wanted more from it, basically. Yeah. Um, And the overall score. So, for this, I think the last album, I'd originally given it 3.5, but bumped it up to a four. Mm. Um, And this one, I actually looked at the scores I gave. I was like, almost similar, but I don't think it's as good as the first one. So, I'm going to go with a 3.5 for this one. um, Just because I can't give it a four like the last one. Mm. Yeah. But the the last one, I can't quite give a five yet. (laughs) I need to live with it a bit longer, you know? There is method to my madness. There, there is no method and it's entire madness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah, I'm I'm similar. Uh, this for me, for the whole album, because it's just, you know, it feels rushed and it feels like we're tilting at singles and not actually trying to make any kind of amazing music until we get down to the end of the album. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, you can put those on there if you want. Um, yeah, so like, no one will get those there. two songs that you've just been <laughs> making in your fucking whatever you've been doing down there. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go three and a half. Okay, oh, so we're on the same. Yeah. I think the thing with this one, even though uh, you know, I, I probably gave quite similar scores. So the last one, you had a couple the, more infinity, a couple more infinities yeah. and stuff. But with this one, I think even a song that maybe three point five. It is a 3.5, but I may not revisit it yeah. as much. Whereas on the other album, even the 3.5s, they're just that little bit catchier. Yeah. So I will listen. I don't think it's necessarily a better song, but they just have slightly better re-listen value. But yeah, it's just, you know, it's it was in a hurry. There's some great songs on it. 
it's just it, they don't hang together. There's no kind of... I feel like there's a weird schizophrenic nature between the Afanasiev and the Clavillus and Cole songs. Like there's a... It kind of keeps going back and forth. It's like, I'm a ballad album. No, I'm a pop album. No, I'm a ballad album. No, I'm a <laughs> dance think, pop I think ballad, album. I think ballad won out overall. But even then, it's like they're not... There's not as many spectacular ballads. Like no. Can't Let Go is good. No, that's the, yeah. But you know, there's no song that you go, oh, that takes my breath away. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, and even, even the last half of So we, Blessed, as much as I love her screaming for an entire two yeah. and a half minutes, <laughs> it's, it feels like the song feels a bit contrived with its weird 50s-ness. Even with Emotions, which I put as my favourite track, like you said earlier, there is a cloying aspect yeah. to it, which I never get with Vision of Love, no. ever. That's always um, Yeah. <laughs> home uh so that was that was a fun trip to memory lane for me was it something that happened yes. you know 20 months ago yeah that's crazy <laughs> or 30 or, years 2019 so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so we are moving on in our next episode to the next chapter uh, which is lyrics, and when you listen to it in your headphones, because you're listening and I'm reading, um, you'll notice why I maybe listened to a little bit of it, because I didn't realise it was a chapter title. <laughs> right. You just got very excited going, oh my God, it's lyrics. This is a song. I, no, she just sings the chapter title. like. Oh, does she? <laughs> she's just like, oh yeah, that's a lyric. I know how to sing that. It's like, Mariah, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mariah, we love you. <laughs> so uh yes, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be meeting Jermaine Dupree Debrat. Oh. The whole works. It's oh. all gonna be going on. I'm very excited about the whole Okay. Thing. No more T D Valentine. T D Valentine. Thanksgiving is cancelled. <laughs> so uh yeah, next chapter, one summer night, we ran away for a while. Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, darling. Thank you, Lamely. Goodbye. Bye, Bye Lamely. Bye.